I can see clearly now. And they're like, they're like he's like, what what happens if I? He, and he finally goes and tells him, he's like, I don't have an ending. And they're like, that's okay, we trust you. He's like, well, what happens if I don't come up with an ending? And they're like, well, we'll probably make you write this like. We'll probably make you write a real sarcastic story about how you, you're, you're just full of shame about not having an ending, and we'll publish it in some weird, like, joke book. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You know what else is a weird joke book? The Savage Land! But I'm making my way back down, looking for high ground. Now I'm making my way back down. Back down. Um, uh, welcome back to the Savage Land. Oh boy, who do we have today? Jason, Rachel. Oh, thanks for listening to the Savage Land. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a quick episode today. Uh, that was Lando's Jam by Mayday. Take it away, Matt. Uh, what's up, guys? What's going on? Not much, man. What's new? What's happening? DC Rebirth is happening. That is the word on the street. It's the That's, word in that, my brain. That came out on podcast yesterday, right? Yeah, podcast yesterday. Cool. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on. I chapter, got it. I'm figuring it out. I'm on chapter three of Rebirth right now, um, and it is fucking good. Any okay, seriously, anybody listening, you have no excuse not to go out and buy DC Rebirth. It's three bucks for eighty pages of comics that are like super easy to jump into. There are very few things you need to know. A. Superman just died. B. Darkseid killed him. Uh, C. Batman's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with the Joker. That's that's really all you need to know. The rest is totally explained for you. There is one chapter, like the first chapter, you might be like, "What the hell's going on?" a little bit, but it ties it all in. Like it, 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 the first the first like five pages of chapter one, you're going, "Okay, what is all this?" But then it totally explains it, and you're fine. Like it's it's totally good. It's all easy to read, and it's eighty pages, and it's really awesome. And there's some great artists working on it, like. And Jeff Johns obviously was writing it, and it's it's so good. It's so good. And Jason's been given the thumbs up <coughs> this whole time. Yeah, the thumbs up. This all a a okay thumbs up. Yep. Uh, and if you hate it, Jeff Johns will give you your money back. Totally. And that's the thing. It's three bucks for eighty pages of comics, and if you don't like it, Jeff Johns will mail you a check for three bucks. That's so weird. Really? Yeah. Really. That's <laughs> <laughs> how confident they are. Okay. And Ginger Wally West is back. Yay! It's like the first time in the history of comics that a ginger has been not killed off or retconned. Daredevil. Well, I mean, like, in terms of bringing someone back rather than making them unginger or killing the ginger. Because, hmm. like, in every comic adaptation, the ginger always gets changed to something other than a ginger. Happened in Daredevil, happened in The Flash, happened in uh, Green Arrow. Roy Harper was supposed oh, to be a ginger. Right. It happens everywhere. Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl and in the movies, supposed to be a ginger, never was. The Weasley stayed gingers. The Weasley stayed ginger. It's the one the one ginger representation. Way to go, Weasels. Yeah, way to go. Weasleys. <laughs> That's funny. We were actually just barely talking about Harry Potter before we uh, kicked on, and Matt was saying how much he hated it. I never said I hated it. I know. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Matt was saying that he thinks everybody who's ever read Jason Harry Potter walked into my house, idiot. and I was just burning all my Harry Potter books. <laughs> What? As I walked in, Matt's just like performing a throwing seance, a huge fit, trying to like cause the the cease of existence of anything Harry Potter. Wouldn't that be crazy? That's how I roll. I just I hate it so much. I just lose my all <laughs> dignity and go ballistic. I guess I'll leave with my Harry Potter <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> That's getting cut off. <laughs> you guys, X Men Apocalypse comes out uh, podcast today. Yay! Or podcast tonight. Oh right, man. You know, God, my my life's been so crazy this past week. I I forgot. I thought yeah. I missed it. Oh really? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't have tickets yet. I'll probably go some point. Yeah, I got my tickets yesterday, so I'll be I'll be seeing a podcast tonight. But uh, I have no idea when I'll go. Yeah. My life has also been a blur. <laughs> I think I'll see it. Ton- I I think I'll see it twice this weekend. If you guys want to see it on Friday or Saturday, I'm down to go see it again. I'll see what my schedule looks like. Even if I fucking hate it, I'll go see it again just just I'll, just to be with you guys. I'll be gone Saturday. Oh, well, it is concerning that people are giving it mediocre reviews. Well, that's the thing is nobody's giving it mediocre reviews. People are either not liking it or loving it. Oh, so they're pulling a BVS. It's kind of pulling a BVS, but in it feels like a different way. Mm. All right, I don't know, like it. It feels like some people think it's overstuffed, and other people are like, this is the perfect culmination of all these X-Men movies. Hmm. So. Isn't that how most people have felt about X-Men? 
Yeah. I, yeah, in general, yeah. I th- yeah, that's probably right. It's accurate. Huh. I rewatched First Class this week. I love. Did, did you First like it again? Class. Yeah, still liked it. Liked it a little more than before. A little more. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Did you get around to watching Indiana Jones? I did. I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. Yay. Yeah. That's pretty great, huh? You know, that's a that's a decent movie. I think uh, that franchise has a future. <laughs> Something about it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something about it. I think I think it'll really resonate with people. Yeah. Um. I mean, they they've at least got three good movies in that, and then you know they'll probably throw make a crappy one, and then who knows what's after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, after you get past a, you know a trilogy, but I mean that that'll be a success once There's they finish off their trilogy. One that's a success. In the series, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who knows what? It'll probably be about. Aliens or something, I don't know. Yeah, something. Who knows? Some It'll more. probably, yeah. Although, okay, in in uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they do kind of bring aliens in, in terms of, they mention aliens a couple times. They're like, oh yeah, this thing isn't of this world, and stuff like that. And so, what what's the deal with Indiana Jones fans hating on aliens being involved in Crystal Skull? Uh, I don't think that's as much about the aliens in Crystal Skull than that movie just being really crappy. Yeah, the movie is pretty crappy. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole nuke in the fridge thing. I wanted Nuke the Fridge to become the next Jump the Shark, but it never happened. Nope. I wish. It would have been nice. But it's funny because that's the only Indiana Jones movie I've seen before this one is uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What? That's horrible. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the only Indiana Jones movie that I had seen up until this week when I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What? You've never seen the original trilogy? No. What? what? Yeah. Oh God, God damn it. I've seen bits and pieces oh here God. and there. Like I had friends who really liked Indiana Jones and so like... I had one friend, I'd go over to his house, and like half the time I'd go over, Young Indy would be on TV, or like they'd be watching one of the movies, but I never actually watched those movies front to back. Oh my god. That's what happens when you're young. I know. If my dad was listening to this, he'd probably be slamming his head against the table for finally realizing that he never showed me those movies, because um, I know he's a pretty big fan of those. He's a, he's a, he's a 40. He's a Harrison 40. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, you're starting, at least you're watching them. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a new, I just, you know the the drinking game Edward Forty Hands. Yep. Yeah. I just pictured a new one where it's somebody with action figures of like Han Solo and Indiana Jones duct taped to their hands. They're Edward Forty Hands. They're doing. Uh, I, get it. I don't know. Just swinging them around, around, being a crazy person, <laughs> yelling at traffic. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the patience for you. Right I know. <laughs> I came in. I came in full speed today, and you guys are both like. Ugh. <laughs> I, although I don't think any of us are at a point in life that we're happy with. <laughs> I think we're all pretty frustrated in general, and I'm just kind of trying to laugh it off. You know what's funny is as much shit that has gone down, we're not frustrated about it. That's good. It's frustrating like trying to get scheduling stuff without a car. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, meh. For those who don't know, Matt's car took a shit. Blew up. It blowed up. Blowed up. It was like it was like the morning after Taco Bell. Oops, that was a that was a Morty cough joke. Good timing, yeah. <laughs> yep, it blowed up. My car blowed up. That blows, man. Sorry, <laughs> get it. Blows. That's the thing. It's like you know, whatever. Uh, life goes on. Yeah. Oh yeah, life goes on. Just a car. That's you know, that's a good way to look at it, Matt. It is. Look at that. It, yeah. Everyday wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about the Captain America thing? Yeah. Uh, that he's Hydra. Yeah, he's been a Hydra agent all along. What the fuck is that? I'm, that's lame. I really don't care. It's very rare that, like, things like that irk me. Like, normally I'm like, okay, whatever, storytelling, yada yada. But, like, making Captain America a sleeper agent or, like, an undercover agent for Hydra? I I actually don't mind. Really? I think it's actually quite interesting. I agree with that. But I don't like the way Marvel's doing it. It just kind of seems like a buy more comics I hate the shield, by the way. Thing, but I don't mind the shield. Uh, I agree, one hundred percent. It's like the, the guy's like, it's not a gimmick in the fucking article in Time Magazine about uh, th- that happening. He's like, we're not. It's not a gimmick. <laughs> I'm not. This isn't. A, this isn't a sales gimmick. Like, yeah, you guys wouldn't be talking yeah. to me if it weren't for the fact yeah. that he's a hydra agent. But but whatever. I, I I do agree with you that it's. I I really like the idea that he's a sleeper agent the whole time and. Like, if it was just some, like, weird little side story or multiverse-type story, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But if it's, it's a main But, you know, story, it's not going to stick. It's, no. It's, it's, he's not really a Hydra agent. Everyone can... Yeah. Well, I mean... Unbunch their panties because it's just going to get normal again. Yeah, that, that's the thing is, like, 
from what they're saying, yes, he's a real Hydra agent, but obviously that's going to get retconned at some point. Or not or, retconned. Or restored. Yeah, or something, you know. I don't think it's going to be... It'll be undone. He was actually a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent this whole time. <laughs> right, he'll be like, quadruple agent. He was a double sleeper agent. He was, he was yeah. double crossing both of them. He was like sideways from the Transformers commercial, or uh, cartoon. <laughs> Sideways was that transfer. He was like the bisexual transformer that like just kept like switching for which you know if he was straight or gay, but he just never could decide and come to grips with the fact that Speaking he was bisexual. Of other gay things. Yeah. Have you heard that thing where uh, give Captain America want- a boyfriend? Yeah, and they want Bucky to be his boyfriend. Here's the thing, and so the AV Club wrote an article about fan entitlement that was fucking perfect. Like, just nails on the head of of why it's ridiculous that fans keep trying to take control of these franchises. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, respectful of the fans, but it's another thing entirely when fans are like, we're going to sign petitions so that they can change this story or do this thing. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the whole petition thing, just stop. And at, this, at the same time, there's the give Elsa a girlfriend for Frozen, and then there's also, you know bring Young Justice back for a season three and then also bring Young Justice back as a comic book and then, like, like everything has a fucking petition. Like, stop. Just fucking stop. Yeah, just stop it. Or, like, the petition to to get, you know, Fox to give up the rights to the X-Men films or the boycott X-Men apocalypse or, or whatever, like... And the many, many Walking Dead petitions. Holy hell. <laughs> what, to kill certain characters or not, and or not kill characters? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, that's super dumb, and uh, uh, I don't care. I'm just like that's. <laughs> I, I'm with you. It's super dumb, and I don't care. It's so dumb. I mean, I agree that it, I agree that it's super dumb, and it's almost, but it's like wasted headspace. You know, I mean. Yep. I don't know, man. I lately, and this is here's okay. I'm gonna. This is gonna be Matt's. Uh, Do it. Matt's a cynical fucker rant. <laughs> But I, lately, I just feel like I'm, you know, it's like my I'm I'm deriving less and less pleasure from geek culture, yep. and more and more from distancing myself from it. So, which is so counterintuitive to how I've grew up wanting geek culture to be to be able to be accepted as a fan of geek culture. Yeah. To the point where I'm now driven away from it, and I'm like back to where I was, where I'm like, no, you know what? I'd rather just hide in my bedroom and read my comic books. Yep. Than actively participate in geek culture because it's so it's the worst because that's the thing is like which is so here i am on a, on a geek culture podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well the thing is like and and that's where the difference kind of lies for me is talking to people about things that happened in stories or talking about cool potential things versus freaking out and 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 deciding as a group that you need to to you know coalesce to to change things you know and hate everything yeah like, well right that's the other side of it too that drives me bananas is yeah the negativity that the like rampant negativity that is uh, is out there that's what ruins it for me yeah totally all the negativity absolutely like <sighs> and this was matt's curmudgeon corner <laughs> matt's curmudgeon corner runs deeper i'm gonna i'm just keeping a light right now it absolutely I'm does. keeping a light right now. No, I mean, but that's, a, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, the, the point is that, you know, and now it's like, you know, here I am, like, in my basement playing the new Uncharted, just, and I'm like, no, I'm just doing this by myself. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, like, tweet about it. I don't want to read about it on Facebook about it. I just want to, like, enjoy a story for yeah. myself. And, you know, I mean, I guess that's, well, that's, I mean. And then maybe I'll talk to, you know, a friend about it. Yeah. Well, because. It's, it's, it's or just, Rachel, when she finally gets a chance to play it. Yeah, when I have some money. <laughs> discussion is just... it's it's Discussion as a, a concept is changing so much, like, in relation to, you know, geek culture and fan culture. Like, it's it's becoming this thing where every discussion is about, you know, you have to have a polarizing opinion on whether something is good or not good, and you can't have a discussion about whether it's interesting. It, yeah, absolutely. You know, like... Every- or or on specific merits. Yeah. It's black and white. Totally. It's it's like there's this list of objective things, qualifications that things need to meet, and if it you know, you just check off that list and depending on how many answers it gets right, then it's good or bad. Like well, it's and it's fail. an arbitrary list. Yeah. Every single person's making their own arbitrary list. Yep. This is my checklist. Uh I approve of this, this and this and this and this. 
I do not approve of this, this, and this. If it, if it, if it's, if it's somewhere in the gray area, I'm going to arbitrarily throw it into one of the two categories, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I'm supposed to do with my yeah. life. And that's the thing is like I don't know. Not everything has to be good or bad. Like just, just talk about it, you know? Because like with I've noticed with well, a lot of there's a big thing. There's a big thing missing, which is it's instead of good or bad, it, uh, fun. Yeah. Can it, is it fun? Exactly. The kid. That's my view on the Ninja Turtles movies. I fucking loved the new Ninja Turtles, not because it was good, because not because it, yeah. because it was just fun. Because like, it's fun, and I will go see the second one. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm fun. going to see the second one opening night because I had a fucking blast watching the first one. Yeah, right. You laughed. You're like, like, because yeah. sure, it's different. Sure, it might not be exactly what you expected, but they are rapping in elevators. Like or beatboxing or whatever in elevators, they are jumping around having fun. They're eating fuck tons of pizza. Like they're fighting awesome, crazy bad guys. Like it's fucking cool. And they're giant turtles. Like, yeah, no, yeah. it's totally fun. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And this one's got bebop and rock city. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and fucking crane, 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 and Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Like shit. What? That's the main reason I'm going. Exactly. Like I'm going. I'm going for crane because I want I want crane to be. Send them into space so they can meet up with the, the like weird the Triceratons. The, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the, uh, the the yeah the Federation and the and the Triceratons. Yeah, God damn, yes, yes, that'd be the best. So good. Like that's the thing is it's fun and same with like Apocalypse. Like obviously it looks a little a little gloomy, but like they have fucking Jubilee. They have growing Apocalypse. Like giant Apocalypse shows up in this, and like I don't, like that's fucking cool. No, totally. I mean that's that's half the thing right there, and I think that's you know I I I, I like that I understand the value of darker and broodier stuff because mm. i enjoyed that as well yeah um but yeah you suck too much fun out of it it's just uh. that's the thing is it, i mean it does it does kind of feel like the new the new x-men in in some ways like it might run the risk of being pretty gloomy but then you remember oh yeah it's set in the 80s and jubilee is wearing a bright yellow like jacket and being sparkly and like you know all these new x-men are showing up like there's got it there's going to be a degree of fun there like yeah yeah i, mean, I think it'll be fun so but yeah it's it's just people people can't appreciate something objectively as being fun can't we just have fun and like things yeah and relax because it's like sure nothing like not everything has to be your favorite movie that's the biggest thing is like no if i if the movies don't escalate <laughs> if every new movie isn't better than the one i saw before fuck you <laughs> well like here here's here's a for instance Fuck you! <laughs> in in wow. terms of on its merits, I will probably rewatch the first Avengers more than I will watch Age of Ultron. However, fuck you! <laughs> Age of Ultron is still fucking fun. Like it has flaws. It's very compressed as, as a story. It's got flaws, but it's still fun as shit. Yeah. Heroes are fighting each other. Captain America has electromagnetic shield. Ultron's a sassy little bitch. Like. It's great. It's yeah, fun. Sure. They're fun movies. Yeah. So, you know. Nope, I agree. I mean, whatever. And it's the same thing with Jurassic World. And, it, you know, Jurassic World didn't click for me, but it clicked for a lot of people, and it wasn't because it was a fantastic story. No, I had, a, I had an absolute blast watching Jurassic World. It was because the dinosaurs with no buttholes are running around and uh, and having fun and they tearing have, things apart. They have cloacas. What? They have cloacas. What's a cloaca? It's what dinosaurs have. It's not instead of buttholes. Does it look like a butthole? No. What does it do? It, it expels waste. Expels waste. So it's a butthole, but it doesn't look like a butthole. It's not a butthole. But do they poop? Yeah. So the poop comes... So it's a butthole. <laughs> yeah, but an avian uh, on dinosaurs and birds, it's called... The, and reptiles, it's called the cloaca. Huh. It's, a, it's a very... It's a different organ. So what... Like, in ter- like just structurally, how is it different? Uh, so... <laughs> hold on. Wait. This is Animal Facts with Matt. <laughs> Should it be yeah. animal facts or should it be butthole facts with Matt? <laughs> butthole facts with Matt. <laughs> Cloaca facts with Matt. <laughs> How animals shit with Matt. All right, all right. Stop it and just tell me. So uh, an anus, a butthole, is a sphincter, right? Yeah. It's uh, a circular muscle that expands that contracts. and contracts. Let me just show you with my fingers yeah, here. It expands and contracts. Because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like this, guys. Here, in fact, let me pull down my pants. I'll show you what a button is. Whereas a cloaca looks more like a long slit. <laughs> it's a Voldemort. I got it. it. It's just, yeah, it looks like a long slit. And it generally houses 
uh, all excretory functioning, you know. So it's basically like a giant. So vagina. birds don't pee and poo. Birds both. <laughs> <laughs> birds pew. Birds, birds both. <laughs> it's not separated. Is that what you mean? It's not. That's why guano or what do they call birds? Guano. Guano. Or no, guano's batshit. Yeah, but I think they call birdshit guano. Guano too. crazy. Anyway, that's why it's like that kind of like pasty, nitrogen rich. <laughs> anyway, yeah, cookies and cream looking thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, I always have mixed feelings about cookies and cream ice cream. Right, but the cloaca also hosts houses the sexual organs, so it's all it's all in one. So anytime shrine. they're having sex, they are simultaneously having vaginal and anal sex, or do they not have dicks? No, they have because there's different. There there are different uh, uh, tubes holes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a um, oh so so it's like like interlocking pieces instead of like a like a like a <laughs> stick in a hole. It's like a like a Lego. <laughs> sure like a lego <laughs> it's like a lego my ego so don't worry about it or is it like or is it like a washer dryer plug-in where it's like got all these different prongs and things and it like fits and locks in or is it like a duck penis dude ducks have weird dicks oh yeah yes, they actually do. my boyfriend and i were talking about that are there dicks are, are they they're i can't remember if they're screws. yeah they're corkscrews yeah, corkscrew. yeah. yeah so do they <laughs> Do they have to like <laughs> rotate themselves like a cork when well, they go in? No, 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 no. And the duck's vagina goes the opposite way of the corkscrew penis. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. That's not hilarious. So they're they're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're stripping the screw every time they fuck. Well, the the, the idea is that <laughs> animal facts with men. Yeah, animals. There's no, there's no, there's no music. Where's our soundtrack? It's probably going to the next song. Animal facts with the mat. Um, yeah, ducks also ducks along ducks and a lot of other animals have uh, like reverse barbs on the penis. Show you a reverse barb. So like a they can't position. extract it easily. Uh huh. So that it locks up in there. Oh. Yeah, that's the same. I actually found out why this. Is Have weird. you ever seen dogs having sex and like the one of the dogs runs away and the other one gets dragged along? <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. hopping along because they're stuck together. It's pretty rough. <laughs> so I found out something really interesting. Like this is weird. Hey, we're going to talk about penises for a minute, um, as if we already haven't. But this is human penis talk. Um, oh, oh, no, drawing the line. So you know, so you know, on the dick, we aren't animals. <laughs> so on on the head of your penis if you're uncircumcised there's kind of like uh it's you know it's obviously got that dome shape but there's a little bit of a a sort of curvature before the the head ends where it curves out and then back into the shaft you know it's got that little swoop at the end like the nike shape almost like a like a less extreme nike shape <laughs> apparently Rachel can't handle this right apparently now. <laughs> apparently this is a like an evolutionary thing and it is designed to scrape out the sperm of other men in order to give your seed a, a better chance of planting isn't that fucking weird you know, yeah oh. th- that's absolutely true yeah uh, and it just goes to show that uh, monogamy is a joke yeah <laughs> yeah because i mean evolutionary sp- evolutionarily speaking because totally. we are designed our sexual organs are designed to expel other male sperm. Yep, that is gonna be there. Yep, because nasty. So basically, Matt's, <laughs> Matt's about to give us uh, give us his pitch on polyamory. I'm not gonna give a polyamory <laughs> pitch, but I am gonna say that po- the monogamy in the animal world is very rare. I mean, yeah, well, know, yeah, birds, some birds. Evolutionary and and biologically speaking, we're not designed to be monogamous. There are no other monogamous primates. Yeah, there's just like ducks are monogamous, though, aren't they? Speaking of ducks, a lot of birds are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not uh, not primates. Right, it's interesting. So, uh, no, there's. I mean, there's there's like the the world of uh, sexual reproduction in animals is one of the craziest worlds of all time. So if any future girlfriend of mine is listening, threesome. <laughs> I'm not advocating for I'm any kidding. of that kind of stuff. I'm I'm, fucking, all I'm, I'm totally saying kidding. is that, like, like there's those, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, penises that have, uh, like, basically a shovel on the end that that yeah. does the same general function. So they scoops out all the all the other male sperm, mm-hmm. and then after 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 it deposits sperm into the female, it then uh, shoots out a mucus plug. 
to plug the vaginal canal. Mucus plug. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. my next band. <clears throat> a mucus plug. It <laughs> plugs it. Uh, so then if any other males try to have sex, their mm. sperm can literally can't get through the mucus plug. Yeah. Seriously, mucus plug is my next band. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> well, you also have a mucus plug if you ever get pregnant. Yeah. Ah. There's lots of mucus. Mucus plug is a uh, pretty. You know, we can, there's all sorts of mucus, mucus plugs out there. <laughs> That's the thing. There could be many bands. <laughs> as many bands as there are mucus plugs. Oh man. No, but there's a there's a really great book called uh, Doctor Tatiana's Sex Advice to All Creation. Nice. And it is uh, in the it's it's. She hot? It's uh, it's a, it's framed in the Dear Abby style. Oh, okay. But so it's like a, uh, you know, I'm a flat billed duck, <laughs> you know. Uh, nice and when I have sex with my wife, we get stuck together. How do I get around this? And it's basically just all the really weird. So it's like Love Line, but for ducks. Dear Abby, yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. But except for it's just really animals, it's just weird, weird animal stuff. That's awesome. Animal sex stuff. It's really fascinating. By the way, that actually does sound really. Good. <laughs> it's really good. It's a great. It's a great frame to like to show you how fucking bizarre animal sex is. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. So if you're listening to this, go on YouTube and <laughs> and type animal sex. Well, there's the what's it the um, uh one of those what's not I mean, it might be the echidna has like a. A four-headed penis. Yeah, it's super weird looking. It's amazing. What yeah. for? Just <laughs> <laughs> zing. <laughs> all four. In my head, I imagined her like thinking, "What four heads does it have?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, Billy Zane and Chris Angel." <laughs> well, no, I just Bill meant to, like. Do, I'm not. Like, a, do I don't... more at once or. Have more. It's, it shoots in all four once. directions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. You know, just uh, it's spread. You get a lot more spread out of it. It's like one of those fountains at a water park. Yeah. Just, totally. You yeah. know, umbrellas. Oh. <laughs> oh no. See, that's the thing is that makes <laughs> masturbation nearly impossible because you have to just like lay down a garbage bag around you because you have no idea where it's all going to go. Yeah. You can't just pull it on your belly or anything. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> This is, this is the after hours version of the Savage Land podcast. This is what happens when we have a time crunch. Yeah. We talk about <laughs> penises. Oh my god! Uh, we'll we'll write the ship by uh, bringing up um, Rachel. Have you have you finished the Flash? No, oh I god. I haven't watched anything. Oh my god! I watched a movie. The Flash season finale is nuts, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but like. I'm trying to figure out logistically where the fuck they can go from this finale. Because, like, in terms of, like, comic book reference, I know which storyline they're leading to. But it is going to be, like, damn near impossible to do that in this TV show. And so I... But then again, I've said that about... You know, I said that about King Shark. I said that about, like, all sorts of things. So who knows how the fuck they're going to do it. But, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I have to get caught up on... So much stuff. The last four episodes of this season were nuts. And like so there was the episode that Kevin Smith directed. Yeah, I'm I'm like four or five episodes behind yeah, on everything. So. The episode that Kevin Smith directed is fantastic. Like not only did obviously they brought in a feature director to direct that episode, but then they had Zach Stentz write the script, who wrote X Men First Class and Thor and a bunch of other movies. Like it felt like a freaking movie. Like that episode was one of the best in terms of overall production value. One of the best yeah. episodes they've had. I, I was excited for that one. So real good. I'll get there eventually. Real fucking good. Um, did you guys watch Preacher? Yep. No, no. I haven't watched anything. What did you think of Preacher, Matt? Uh, I thought it was great. How? So did you read the Preacher comics? Uh, yeah, but it's been a while. Uh, I haven't. I never read them. That's why I asked. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. I mean, is it? Is it? close or yeah totally that's what i yeah it's kind of what the 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 reading i was getting off of it oh uh, yeah totally it's it's very close and it's uh, it's just gonna be fun cat dude cassidy is fucking nuts yeah he's such a then they picked the perfect actor he look i mean just looking at the image looks like him and he uh he's i like that actor already yeah so he's gonna be a lot of fun that's gonna be a totally fun show i'm excited to keep watching it yeah and and uh, what's his face? Dominic Cooper's actually doing that. He's a, he's a pretty decent Jesse Custer. Oh, yeah. It's got a hell of an intro. It's got one of the greatest intros I've seen in the show in a while. <laughs> yeah. 
Where like I don't want to. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't want to spoil it because I want you to enjoy the intro with no info as to what the intro is going to be. Intro with I no would, info. I would prefer that. Uh, but it's a lot it's of my fun. Next band. It's 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 a it's a hot way to start a show. It's like hey, you, you want to watch this show? Well, prepare to get nuts. Fucking watch this. Michael yeah. Keaton gets on the screen and yeah. goes, "You want to get nuts?" Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's great. No, Batman. Did you not get that reference? I got that reference. Like, I got you. Okay, uh, you just gave me this look like, what the fuck did that come from? I think from? it was a look like, don't ever do that again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is a that's, look Rachel gives me pretty common. Yeah, that's the majority of my look. Stop looks. with like, everything. That's Rachel's status quo face for when I'm in the room. I'm told that I scowl a lot <laughs> by my boyfriend. Well, stop scowling all the time. <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> just got some RBF going on. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. I have resting idiot face, so <laughs> just constantly cross-eyed and looking somewhere in the distance vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. That's that's what riff is. R I F. <clears throat> oh man. Well, shit. Uh, what? How was how was the how was the rock climbing adventure, Matt? Other than your car blowing up, or was it rock? Yeah, it was rock can- diving. Canyoneering. Canyoneering. Yes, canyoneering. Ah, excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Our car blew up and. Our car blew up on Friday night, and Saturday we kind of dealt with that, and then Sunday we were like, but let's go camping still, because <laughs> we're here, yeah, why not? not going anywhere, so we went canyoneering, and uh, yeah, it was excellent. It was actually one of the yeah, most challenging canyons I've ever been in. <laughs> really? Yeah, so it starts out with a 200-foot rappel off a cliff that you tie a rope to your car bumper. You back your car up to the edge of the cliff, tie a rope onto the car bumper, and rappel off. Boy, because <laughs> you like for for a brief moment you were like you were like want to go or something like that, something to that effect. And I was like, eh, no. <laughs> and especially after hearing you're rappelling 200 yeah. feet off your car bumper, I'm like, yeah. well, that's safe. I mean, that's not there's not much that's going to go wrong there. Yeah, you because you put your car, you put your e brake on in your car, and then you stack up rocks behind each tire, so it's not going anywhere. Well, but so I've seen I've seen some pretty large people before make a car go like like tip. Okay. So here's the difference, though, with this. Those large people would not have made it into the canyon. That's fair. So we get into it, and it starts out, it's pretty steep. You're kind of like shimmy sliding down, mm-hmm. and the walls are probably 12 inches apart. You know? so it's I have a good frame of reference for 12 ext- inches. Ext- <laughs> <laughs> it's very tight down there. <laughs> Oh my god! Come on, god. Matt. You're just laying them out. I'm just talking. I'm just laying. It, I'm just saying that how it is. You're man. just like embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. So you're you're you're. I don't know how else to describe. I a, know. A, 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 um, I'm just being an ass. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I could get no. Anyway, so <laughs> so it just gets to points where it's extremely narrow. Uh, yeah. Down to like probably ten to nine to ten inches. Okay, I have a better. I have a closer <laughs> frame of reference for that. <laughs> no, getting a little more into yeah, the ballpark. You're getting closer. Here. Yeah, you're, you're now in the. Did outfield. it get any more narrow than I did? Yeah, but I did. You're not in the bleachers, but you're you're definitely in the outfield now. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's tight to the point where your chest and your back are both touching the wall at the same time. I know that feeling. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, sorry. That, okay, that would drive me nuts. Like I, I would freak out though. It's if pretty. I, I would it, panic. It's a little panicky. I mean, there's some, there's, there's, uh, there's some pretty challenging stuff, and there's, there's parts, parts where you have to, you have to do, uh, you have to wedge yourself between the two walls, mm-hmm. probably about ten feet off the ground, because if you went any lower, you would get stuck and you wouldn't be able to get out. Fuck. Because if you go lower, the walls get to like six or four inches, which is probably right up your alley there, Jason. Yeah, that, that's that's almost there. We're almost there. You're on the pitcher's mound. We're, we're getting close to home plate. Anyway, so there's a lot of technical, uh, very technical work you have to do. Jesus. Um, yeah, I I would be the idiot that, that that you know lets his foot slip or something and slides down into the four inch radius yeah i mean there's ways to get people out but it's pretty hairy and you know there was a there was one moment where i was uh uh going sideways through it i can show you guys some pictures later but i there was one moment i'm going through it and, and i felt like i was moderately getting stuck you're stuck to the point you're it's tight enough to the point where you can't it, whichever direction you're looking in when you go in you can't turn your head the other to the other side right uh-uh. so, <laughs> so you're going through sideways and you're looking to over your left shoulder back the way you came you can't turn your head around to look to the direction you came in, which is the mistake I made. So I'm going 
backwards. I can't. I, well, I'm not going. I mean, my head's backwards. My body's just sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going the wrong, going the other way when I can't turn my head around. So I don't know what's I'm going to find. Yeah, you don't know what's in front of you. But I don't want to back up because I just had gotten myself through some really tight stuff. So the option is to just keep going to try to like get to a point where you can actually turn your head around. And you get to a point where you can turn your head around to the point where you're like, your nose smashes against the rock in front of you because it's so tight i mean it's very narrow yeah mm. this is the most so point this is, is it's, making me panic just <laughs> listening to rachel it. just runs out of the room so it is one of the most it is easily one of the most challenging and narrow it's called alcatraz for a reason it's hard to get out uh yeah. clever yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah uh and then once and then once you finally get out you've got like a four mile hike brutal hike with cops chasing you up the up and out of the canyon with sand sharks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh up and out of the canyon because you because you drop in you drop down the canyon as you go down the slot then you got to hike all the way back out as high as you you went down jesus fucking christ and a lot of up and down and stuff so it's about seven and a half hour journey no thank you yeah no i'll uh I'll stick to staying at home and binge watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. So that so that's 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 higher on the list of difficulty, but there's plenty of them that aren't. Yeah. That difficult that would that are still I'm sure just as just as fun. Mm-hmm. That you wouldn't require you to be like Oh, and there's pools of water in there. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> so not only are you stuck, but you're also Is it drowning. Acid water? It's, no, it's just normal water, but you do get wet. So you're also so like you're it's cold and wet while you're doing it. <laughs> I think so I think I found my new uh like like least favorite way to die and that is stuck in between two rocks drowning with fire above me. <laughs> that's yeah. that's it. You're yeah, you're, you're yeah, claustrophobia, suffocation, drowning and heat. That's that covers all your bases. Oh, well, I guess so, if you're so, soaked in Well, gas, so too. if you did this in the middle of summer when it's 110 degrees down there, Fuck. you could probably get pretty close to it. God damn it. That suck. No. Yeah. suck. I would never do that hike in the middle of summer because the hike out is already brutal. And we did it and it was 75, 70, 75 degrees and it was brutal. Holy I can't imagine shit. doing it if it was 100 plus degrees. There's no way. No, you'd want to die. Ugh. I want to die just thinking yeah. about it. I want to die just being in the same room with you after doing that. But I had a, I had a blast. That's, but that's like that's right up my alley of <laughs> shit that I like to do. Like, yeah. Oh, I know. Is it really challenging? And you're going to get st- uh, like, is it kind of scary? And you is there to- a possibility that I'll die? Yeah, totally. Uh, are you going to do some huge repel? Yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah. They, they, I think they should have, like, at the end of that canyon, they should have, like, some really big dude just punch you in the face. You know what they had at the end of the canyon? You know what happened when we walked out of the canyon? There was a raven just sitting there, like, on the on the rock wall staring at us. Just on a like, statue of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, you know, what we found, you know what we found in the middle of the canyon? What? A half a rabbit. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Half. Where'd the other half go? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking half rabbit. Like, like it was its back legs and oh. then a bloody spine sticking oh. out of it. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah, i was like it was like you're like halfway down in this canyon it's like already brutal it's like oh. it sounds like something you see in treehouse of horror there's half a rabbit <laughs> <laughs> it's a half rabbit yep it's like a jack rabbit but a little different yeah yeah saw wow. that fucking a yep oh but no we man. all made it through nobody died everybody was okay except the rabbit i was sore for a couple of days jenica's got cold <laughs> <laughs> that sucks um. Anywho, that's living, man. That's that's living. Uh, no. I, if you guys ever want to do one, I know there's plenty that are much easier to do that are a ton of fun. <laughs> Repelling's not too bad, right, guys? I mean, repelling. I've never been I've repelling. Never been. Are you scared of heights? Do you guys have okay with heights? Eh. I'm a. I, I'm. Yeah. I, Sometimes I'm more like the claustrophobic. Sure. Is gonna make me panic. Just don't ever take me to Angel's Landing. That's too high. It's not that it's too high. It's that I know somebody who's uh, who was on a trip there, and his scoutmaster fell off and died. Oh, I remember that whole. I remember that incident. Yeah. So I've done Angel's Landing. I thought that was awesome. It's it's hairy, dude. It's Angel's Landing is not for the faint of heart. No, I couldn't do it. It's, I definitely. It's pretty do gnarly, it. especially when it's just like you know. I mean, they got the whole thing chained up, but you're not strapped in. You're just holding onto the chains. Yeah. And you're going up some pretty hairy shit. But it's so cool up there. I'm not doing it ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'll ever do it. So you, you don't trust things set up by like you wouldn't because if we went if I would if we were to do this, I'd be setting up the ropes that we'd repel on. 
I I don't trust myself mm-hmm. to do things properly. <laughs> That's Fair honestly enough. what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I feel like I would panic and do something weird and yeah. kill myself. I have a track record of fucking things up pretty royally. I break a lot of stuff. I'm really <laughs> clumsy. So. Oh man, now nah, you guys could do it. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not great at instructions either. You're like, hey, Jason, do this or you're going to die. You're like, eh, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, I won't die. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's not like that. Like, usually when it's like a, hey, seriously, listen to me or you're going to die. I'm usually okay at listening to that. But oftentimes I will either misinterpret or (laughs) totally, like, for half a second in my head, I'm like, oh, look at that butterfly. And then go back to the conversation (laughs) and be too embarrassed to ask again about what to do. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Understood what you were saying. And so, yeah, you just act like you got it and uh, and you didn't. Um, But I don't know. Like, I've never I've never been that good at, like, rock climbing or anything like that. Like the one the one place where I've been able to get, like, successfully all the way to the top of, like, one of those rock walls is at um, what's the place called? Um, Lowe's Aerospace, the place with the giant foam pits and rock walls and all that stuff. What? That sounds amazing. It's really cool. It's down in Provo. I don't know about that. You should go. It's really awesome. You should go. Trampolines, foam pits. Oh. Rock walls. Jump on it. It's not jump on it. Yeah, I've been to jump on it's it. It's better they, than jump on it. But jump on it has trampolines and rock walls and foam pits. Yeah. Lowe's is better than jump on it. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, It's that type of thing. That's like the only place that I've ever Those been are to super get. fun because you get to the top and you can just drop. Yeah, you just backflip. Yeah. Yeah, and that's also the one time that I was able to do successfully do a backflip. Oh yeah, yeah. When I had like you know twenty feet of room, <laughs> I can't do a backflip on a trampoline to save my life. No, no, at all. I've tried like Chase uh, from TMBC. He tries off like he's he's tried so many times to get me to do a fucking backflip. Never worked. Like I, I've known the kid <laughs> for four or five years now. Over that time, there's probably been at least seven instances where he's tried to get me to do a backflip. Hmm. I don't know why it doesn't work. There's something. There's like that barrier in my head. So I. So when I started doing parkour, pretty regularly, parkour. pretty regularly, mm-hmm. backflips were like the scary thing for me too. And I we we trained at this gym that did. There was like a gymnastics place, but they'd open it up to all the kids in the area. Oh, okay. We weren't kids. We were like the big people who were like shoving children out of the way. <laughs> we were like forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> we're like Will Ferrell in old school. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so it, it took a sec to get over it, but once you get over that that going backwards feel, mm-hmm. it's easier than any other flip. Really? Absolutely. Oh, I guess because you have like your knees bend back and all that Be- stuff. It's because when you come around, you can see your landing. Mm. Because you do a front flip and you're like yeah. whipping yourself forward and like suddenly see, you're too far forward and you're smashing your face on the ground. That's fair. I, see, that's the thing is I can do a front flip on a trampoline at least. I can do a front flip. No problem. Yeah. But... Uh, backflips were the, back, I found backflips and gainers to be easier than front flips. Really? Huh. Yeah. Before I hurt my back, I could do standing backflips. You hurt your back? A long time ago. What'd you do to it? Uh, parkour. <laughs> Hardcore parkour. Doing backflips. <laughs> <laughs> Before I did too many backflips, I could do standing backflips. <laughs> no. Uh, it was a combination of a lot of stuff, but... Um, I want to do that. That sounds fun. I like I like I like fucking off on trampolines and stuff. I love that shit. Like foam pits, foam pits are my jet. That's the one place where I can be like, "Fuck yeah, motherfucker! I'll just do anything" because it's like there's zero risk of breaking any bones. And I'm no, we used to yeah, we used to do it. Like, how many flips can you do into the foam pit? Nice. Like just jump and tuck as soon as you get into your jump and just yeah. spin all the way until you land. Yeah, that's fun. I just like I like getting to the top of the rock wall and then just like kicking off of the top. Just backflipping, and that's that that that's fun because it's the one time that I'm like, hey, I can I can do some flips in the air because I'm not I'm not coordinated enough to pull off any other type of flip or anything without foam pits. Uh, you might be surprised. What about water? You don't like doing it into water? I mean, yeah, into water. Like that's a it, water or foam pits where I have like zero risk of injury. Well, that, I mean, that's the problem with all that kind of stuff, man. It's like you're landing on concrete or hard dirt or something. It's not fun. No, you know, I mean, it's like. It's moderately impressive, but it's not fun. No. I mean, that's the side of parkour that, you know, we did it for how far could you get, mm-hmm. not how fancy <clears throat> could you be. Yeah. Because I don't think all the, like, like, oh, you can do all these, like, wicked flips and stuff everywhere. Wicked that, flips and shit. That's impressive, but the <laughs> the ability to just, like, do jump high, climb long, 
or climb far mm-hmm. and, and and do long jumps is more impressive to me and be able to just like continue on a trajectory on rooftops and stuff. I think that's much cooler than He's flying on rooftops. How many how many flips can you do off of a tree? That makes sense. Have you ever did you guys ever build tree houses as kids? Do you ever have tree houses? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I never had one. No? No. I always kinda like had that curiosity of like what's it like to have a tree house? I had a friend at the tree house though. But so you kind of knew what it was like. I kind of knew what it was like, <laughs> but like it wasn't mine. You know, I couldn't just go out like I'm gonna go to my treehouse and go out in the backyard and read comic books or whatever. Oh. I don't know. What kids so do I never had house. my own treehouse like that either. Yeah. yeah, I did. We had a few of them. We had a lot of trees because uh, we had a oh. acre. You lived in in BFE. Yeah. You know. You know what mine was was uh, in Jackson Hole. I, uh, the. Um, there's a grocery store chain in Wyoming called Pomida. Pomida. It's just a grocery store chain. Anyway, behind the Pomida and Jackson Hole, they had their uh, pallets and their um, bundled cardboards. You know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, They yeah. do the like, bundled yeah. cardboard on top the of the pallets. Broken down boxes with the plastic around them. And so we would uh, kind of like try to maneuver those and make like a little like fort. Obstacle course? No, oh. fort inside the like, like so you could like climb down all up inside the cardboard pallets. I have a funny story about that. But keep and that was our that was our treehouse. That was your treehouse. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, in this, when I tell this story, just remember I'm a lot older than you imagine me being. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm imagining you as the, probably the age you are. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll have you guess the age afterward. My friends and I okay. go to a grocery store last week. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, my friends, there's a grocery store uh, in our neighborhood where, where I spent part of my years growing up. And uh, they had two aisles back to back. One with like all paper towels and stuff like that. And then on the other side was all toilet paper. And these these aisles had like, you know, a thin like uh, carbon board wall in between them. Like plywood wall, you know, in between them. And uh, we decided during it was at some point uh we we decided to dig out areas i'm like leaving out details because it's too indicative of the age um but we decided to dig out areas behind the paper towels and the toilet paper big long like aisle long forts behind all of them and then after we established those forts that we could go and hide in we then cut a hole in the uh carbon board to connect both forts, the toilet paper fort and the paper towel fort. So then we had this whole two aisles behind all these paper towels that we could just freaking crawl through and chill out and, I mean, basically do nothing except... How much time are you spending in this grocery store? Oh, we spent a lot of time there. So so now that I've said that, how old do you think I am? How old do I think you are? Like, like in I, this story. Oh, uh, definitely like 22. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you're setting it up to be like. Not quite, but yeah, twelve of drinking age. I no, I, well, yes and no. Um, I was about sixteen. Yeah. Jesus. So this was in high school that we did this. Uh, when Straight we were youth. when we were supposed to be in school, we would go to the Walmart across from from our school and and spend our time digging out these forts, and then we basically just like take candy from the store and go inside this fort and eat it and talk about dumb stuff. It was like, (laughs) so dumb. But it's seriously, like, we kept that fort maintained for, like, a year. No, they'd never stock it up? Oh, they'd stock it up. But, like, since it was so big, they could never stock up the whole thing to destroy the whole fort. And so it would just be sections that'd be closed off. And so what we would do is take the the parts from the back, stack them up at the front, and then the excess we would throw on the top shelf. So you just, like, Just like, do the work for them? No. You're, like, facing for them? <laughs> I mean, we were facing, but then it was hollow behind the facing. Because that was the thing. It's like, right. it was stat Like, there was no room that you could see us. If you walked by, you wouldn't see us at all. Because we'd have two rows of either paper towels or toilet paper. And so if somebody came and grabbed one, then there would still be one there, and we could replenish it from the stock that we threw on top. And that was the other thing about the top, is that we would also maintain <laughs> a good two or three deep on the top, and then behind those two or three was where we just threw all the other ones haphazardly and disorganized um oh so you God. just stole candy and sat in there and <laughs> ate yeah. it candy and soda yeah and then we sat in there and ate it and talked about basically nothing so what's funny about that is <laughs> i was reading a story just recently where a guy got busted in a walmart for making a little for living in a fort behind the fucking 
toilet paper or the paper towels or something. Same exact thing. That's so funny. Got busted because he tried to make meth in it with stuff he made or he found (laughs) around Walmart. Jesse, we need to cook. Go to the paper towel fort. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. (laughs) That's hilarious. I I actually, I remember that really crappy uh, movie with Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson, uh, Employee of the Month. No. They both basically work in a Costco and then he has like this little like fort up above. Yeah. Uh, one of the sections. And Costco is a store where you could conceivably do that. I actually did that when I worked someplace that was just down the street Oh, I know the place. Here. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. So I worked in the warehouse. Don't be ashamed. I, I worked in the warehouse. And when I would just want to awesome. get away from people, um, on the very top uh-huh. of where we st- stored everything all yeah. the boxes i had built a little fort and i put cardboard on the bottom so it still looked like boxes if you were looking at it from the top <laughs> and i would just sit in there and read and listen to my music that's awesome <laughs> i had when i was like 14 i mean I come had... on it's closed now what do you care? it is closed yeah, <laughs> yeah who cares i did a lot of weird things at toys R Us. <laughs> i would hide Sounds toys awesome. under the shelves under the base of the shelves <laughs> I would hide Final Fantasy toys because <laughs> I, I wanted to buy them. And I didn't want anybody else to buy them. That's so funny. I uh, <laughs> when I when I was fourteen, sense. I had a warehouse uh, a warehouse job, um, and I had like so it was for this painter. We did like puzzles and all this shit. And there were two garages, um, and I was basically just tasked with organizing all the boxes because they were all just basically thrown in there so you know categorize them and all that stuff and in one of the warehouses toward the very back i made like this sealed off sort of area of boxes where i could go and just chill out and this is when i first got like listening to podcasts it was on an mp3 player i had to download the podcast to it first and then listen to them um and so i would just dig out this area so that when i decided i didn't want to work for a little while i could just go and sit there behind the boxes so that if anyone showed up to be like because the the main office was like a couple miles away um, so if anyone showed up to like check on me or anything like that, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm back here, I'm just doing some work on these boxes, and uh, yeah, it was really dumb. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm over here. I'm just sorting <laughs> things. So yeah. I, I mean, we're just we're. Just, so when I was when I was nine, ten, something in there, living in Jackson Hole, I got caught stealing laffy taffy from a gas station. Ugh. Nice. Yeah, it's a horrible little child. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, well, this is a, this is this is like the perfect story of like how how incompetent how wow, in, okay. how incompetent the uh, the judicial system is. So, <laughs> so they they that my punishment was I think like eight hours of community service, oh, okay. know, or something like some small amount of just like. So they sent me to the recycling center. Nice. Ten years old. Way too young, right? Yeah. To like be around heavy machinery and stuff. Totally. So I get so there. Your hand off. I get there, and the guy's like, "I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you." <laughs> Literally, did not know what to do with this like kid. So he's like, <laughs> "Hey, I'll just sign off your hours. You can just go hang out in that giant box of magazines." That's awesome. Because it was just a giant box of everyone's recycled magazines. So I was like, "Cool, I'll do that." That doesn't sound bad. So I'm like, "I mean." You know, I'm a kid, but it's huge. It's this giant, huge box of magazines. Mm. I have thousands to dig through and look at. So I'm like collecting all the National Geographics because that's the kind of kid I was. Yeah. And I'm collecting them, I'm collecting them. And then I was like, what's this? Porn. <laughs> so so then I start. It's like I've never then seen. Then he starts masturbating. I've never seen. Box of no, no, no. I've just never seen porn in my life before. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm like, what? <laughs> Boobs? <laughs> and then I start looking around and there's porn everywhere. Oh my God. It's a giant box it's of like porn. Scrooge, it's like Scrooge McDuck. It's like, it's like National Geographic's Time Magazines and porn. And so I'm just so, all I it's did. It's literally that scene of Scrooge McDuck, but like with the gold mine swimming through the gold. Yeah. So, so my lesson for getting busted for stealing when I was 10 was Here's you can naked get, women. you can get thrown in a, a box and they just give you porn because all I did was <laughs> I'd rip out all the pages of porn and fold them up into National in Geographic <laughs> and take home big stacks of National Geographic loaded with porn. Oh, my <laughs> That's <God>. fantastic. <laughs> that is so good. Yep. That's amazing. That's what I did. Uh, I just, uh, 
yeah, geez. My my community. I wish my community service had been that good. My community service was always cleaning up trash on the side of the road, every time. Fucking nope. I just got to look. I just got to I'd learn about porn. The most exciting thing we ever picked up was like you know heroin needles and stuff yeah. like that on the side of the road. Oh. God damn. Jeez, yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I had to go to court once, but. I didn't get anything. God damn it, Rachel. I'm sorry. I didn't do any crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. But I did have to go to juvenile court. That sucks. No, and then I, I you know, there a few times. And there was a there was also a moment where my parents were like, "You should go to Boy Scouts. That'll be good for you." And I was like, "All right." So, I went to Boy Scouts. We went we got sent to Boy Scouts summer camp at Bear Lake. Uh-huh. And that's how I learned what pot was and how to smoke weed. Nice. <laughs> like Thanks for. Uh... <laughs> Jeez, dude. Wow. I le- yeah, I learned all that stuff. Like all of those things, whether it was porn, whether it was what sex was, whether it was drugs, alcohol, any of that stuff. Hundred percent of the time was when I was skipping school. <laughs> like that's when I learned all that stuff. Meanwhile, Matt just goes on vacation. Here's or... like here's like like the world trying to set me up to be the right guy, <laughs> and every, every step of the way. <laughs> Oh, you want to do Boy Scouts? Be an Eagle Scout? Smoke pot. <laughs> you, know, you want to do like be an upstanding uh, citizen and do your diligent duty because you broke the law? Here's porn. <laughs> Jesus. I uh, the one criminal charge that I have as an adult is is about to finally be washed away, and I will finally not have to explain it in job interviews and things like that. It takes seven to eight weeks for expungement papers to to process after you've filled it out and given to them after you've already found out that you're eligible for expungement because there's a list of like you know no repeat offenses you know not on the sex offender list either you know whatever because like it it was a theft charge and i'll i'll tell the story once it's expunged i'll tell the story about the theft charge because it's the most dumb stupid shit ever i'm pretty sure i already know i I think i think i already told you guys but our listeners that might wonder i don't know um but yeah, like it's dumb shit. And so like basically as long as it's been over four years for a class B misdemeanor and there's no repeat offenses and you're not on the sex offender list and, and you're not like there's one other eligibility thing, then you're eligible for expungement. But then you still have to fill out a paperwork and send it into these fucks. And then like even if you're in the fucking building, which I drove a half an hour to get to, even if you're in that building, you fill out this paper and give it to this guy and he literally just puts it in an outbox. And then it takes seven to eight weeks to fucking process. And then once you get your certificate for expungement, you have to fill out another thing and send that in. And I don't know how long that fucking takes. Like, what the shit is that? It's called bureaucracy. Yeah, exactly. It's it's paying people to do a job that's unnecessary. Yeah, totally. Whoa. It's, it's, that's, that's one of my all-time favorite parts about Futurama is Hermes and the, uh, the bureaucrats. God damn. Makes me laugh every time. That's like, Kate, that, that is the, the largest element of libertarianism that, like, strikes a huge chord in me is, yes, eliminate those unnecessary fucking things and find better things to have people do. Totally. Like, like, exp- like NASA. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> sure. Instead of cutting funding from NASA, how about we take all those unnecessary people out of the FI- FIB and the, the um, or whatever the thing is, FDI, I can't remember what it is. Um, but, like... Take the people out of there, out of the fucking DMV, the, all those spots that computers can do that job, and then put them into goddamn research assistant jobs and stuff like that. Like, nope, anyway, I agree. That's my political mini rant. Um, but we are just about out of time on this very short episode of the Savage Land. Um, do you uh, do you guys have any uh, any other little fun thoughts for the people? Oh, I got um, Comixology Unlimited. Oh yeah, six last, bucks a month. Last night, six bucks a month. Really? It's not. Yeah, it's not fully loaded. But I imagine they're going to start adding more, and they'll start up because like there's some runs that's only volume one that you get. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you, yeah. You, there's not. You, so you're kind of limited there. I mean, even though volume one's what up to six issues, right? Yeah. But so, they're they're saying every month it's expanding. Right. So it's already got a great selection. It's going to get better. And you get Total, 30 days free. Which is what I'm at right now. Yeah. I wanted to try it out, but totally worth it. I mean, I got all sorts of comics that I've wanted to read. And a lot of them that I used to read when I was a kid that I can now read again. Yeah. That I'm like, like creepy comics. I think I've mentioned them here before. They're the old horror comics yeah. I used to read. Oh, yeah. They've got like volumes one through ten creepy comics oh, available sick. on there. Oh, which cool. is like, yes! That's awesome. Yeah. So there's all sorts of cool stuff. That's really cool. Highly recommended. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to try it out as well, because there's a lot of those comics that I haven't read yet. 
It's great, man. I was reading Bitch Planet last night, which I've wanted to read for a really long time. It's good shit. Awesome. Um, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Savage Land Podcast. Uh, Twitter at Savage Land Pod. Send us in your uh, penis stories, your criminal stories. Don't send us your penis stories. Send us your criminal stories. Or vagina no, stories. If it's good. If it's good. I, I mean, definitely want to. I definitely. Use your judgment. It better be good. Yeah. Um, so tweet those at us or Facebook wall and or message them to us. Challenge uh, me with animal facts. Challenge Matt with animal facts. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, go from there. And remember to uh, rate, review, or subscribe on iTunes and be sure to throw in a comment about Keith David. Uh, visit the brand new ThatMightBeCool.com uh, where you can find our podcast, That Might Be Cool podcast, our YouTube links, all sorts of stuff. Um, and uh, until next time. Adios. Adios.